Hello, Stephen. Hello, Erica. We're back. I know. We only last night as we recorded this. Was mm-hmm. it only a night ago? Did we yeah. watched five episodes of Doctor Who. Uh huh. And tonight we've watched two. Two more. All of the rescue. We watched the powerful enemy uh-huh. and desperate measures. Pretty exciting. Yeah, actually it was. Was it really? Yeah, this was a, a super exciting episode for me because, or story for me, because I knew so little about it. I knew that it was called The Rescue, mm-hmm. uh, so I figured there was some sort of rescuing going on, but I didn't actually know any more than that. I knew that Vicky was going to join the crew during this, so, I mean, I guess I had an inkling that she would be a person who needed rescuing, but that's really all I knew. I I have heard of Coquillian before, but I did not know he was from the rescue. Oh, really? Where would you have heard his name? I wonder. I listen to a lot of Doctor Who podcasts. I guess I guess his is a name that gets mm-hmm. dropped. Yep. Uh, perhaps I've I've read it as well in some Doctor Who nonfiction books or something because I I seem to remember that mm-hmm. that name. Right. Um, but yeah, I I it was really exciting watching a Doctor Who story and not having any idea what was going on like uh, you know i didn't know how the mystery was going to play out it was all just it felt new to me mm. so that was neat i i haven't um i watched it i've seen it before obviously mm-hmm. but it doesn't doesn't ring in my head a little like i don't i like when scenes were happening i can i knew what was going to happen to the general you know mm-hmm. half of the whole show and stuff but there was certain stuff going i don't Remember this little <laughs> bit here. I'm so I was I was most intrigued because this is the first story of the second production year of Doctor Who. Oh, so this is like after the after they made uh, they made Unearth the Child all the way through till Dalek Invasion of Earth in one go. Oh, okay. But they held back Planet of the Giants and Dalek Invasion of Earth to the start of season two. Gotcha. Um, just because, and so this is like you know after probably about six or eight weeks off mm-hmm. after that so like you know everyone sort of had a chance to reset sort of like they think about this get you know mm-hmm. their stories and stuff so there's it's um it's I, I don't know if you saw it or felt it but there's a certain more polished element i think to mm-hmm. the production a little bit you know and with some of the effects like like those cool little like split screen kind of inlay yeah. effects. Mm-hmm. I was impressed. Yeah, when they're standing up on on the cliff, and then there was like mm-hmm. Sandy, the uh, the monster below. Mm-hmm. I thought Aww. it was kind of cool. Poor Sandy. Barbara's a murderer. Wow, I, I think it's very interesting that this follows right on Dalek Invasion of Earth because you know Barbara was really she's become a fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially against Daleks, but yeah, her first instinct was grab the gun and just go and shoot first, ask questions later. So much so that she was focused on it and was completely ignoring that Vicky was saying, no, don't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, you know, I find it interesting that she's come to this point and I think it's, uh, you know, maybe not the greatest character trait to come into a place with, (laughs) with such a huge amount of ego thinking just because this girl is young, I know everything and she doesn't, even though she's the one that's been there for a while, nobody really wants to listen to Vicky very much, um, which I find kind of profoundly annoying. And, and while I I like the doctor's relationship with her kind of toward the end, I, I don't know. He just, it rubbed me the wrong way. How very patronizing he was to her. Um, but I guess, you know, she's she's supposed to be the kid. Yeah, despite 
you know, Maureen O'Brien probably being she like 21 or 22, yeah, she maybe. doesn't really look like a kid. I mean, she's no. short, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, but you but can't cast children as children. No, no, no. In that day and age or any day and age, really. No, so it was... I think I will like them better going forward. I mean, after the scene where... Vicky was talking about the doctor when mm-hmm. the doctor was off screen and that how much she liked him. I was like, okay, well, if she digs this, then I guess that's... <laughs> who am I to judge? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was, and it was neat to see the doctor and Ian, you know, kind of tag-teaming together and Ian's, like, little, you know, the looks on his faces and it rolling rolling his eyes when the doctor, you know, would repeat the same thing that he just said. Yeah. And, that was very cute. You know, shine the face. You know, he says he's shining the face <laughs> in his torch in his face. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a comedy act there. Yep. Um, and it was. Uh, I mean, I like the the traps. You know, it was very Indiana mm-hmm. Jones. Yep. Um, so that was kind of cool. And and then when the the group all got back together, uh, I don't remember what it was the doctor said. Or maybe it was, I don't know, Barbara had, had like the perfect look on her face. It was when, they, her eyes. And when they asked uh, Vicky what year she came from. And oh, yeah. 2493. She just rolls her eyes a little bit and turns and just like walks, yeah, away. walks away. She's like, away. okay. Great look, yeah. Yep, that was, that was masterful. And then Ian and Barbara's reactions when Vicky says they're 500 years old. And mm. Barbara's like, well, I won't try to think too hard about that. And, you know, elbows... Ian in the gut yeah. <laughs> in the ribs that was that and was pretty they, cute and they share a laugh yeah mm-hmm. and I mean I, I quite liked the mystery of it all too you know figuring like, did you find it was a mystery yeah I did I didn't realize that it was Coquillian uh, was Bennett for a while mm-hmm. I, I started to suspect around the time that the doctor started trying to bust down the door I was like oh wait a minute he said exactly the same thing you can't come in right. exactly the same way so you know I started figuring it out but I figure little kids probably didn't get it quite so quick and mm-hmm. if they did they probably felt really good about themselves <laughs> so right. so I found it uh, just a charming a charming little story a charming little mystery very much a character piece um but I really liked it. Oh wow! Yeah, this was this was just fun. I mean, the the idea of of two people trapped alone, even before I knew that Bennett was a bad guy, mm-hmm. was trapped alone on a planet and waiting. I mean, that's a that that's the kind of idea that grips me. Just to start with, this you know poor kid has been living there all by herself, except for you know her poor pet who then dies. Right. Uh, but yeah, and then she sort of finds a family at the end. I was. It was a little bit deus ex machina to have the, you know, a couple of remaining Didoans just appear at the right time. And (laughs) Bennett just, you know, fell off a cliff. But I guess Barbara also just fell off a cliff at the beginning. So it 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 depends on the cliff and how Mm. you fall, I guess. Maybe the gravity's different on Dido. So it's easier to fall off cliffs or I don't know well he died though mm. when he fell off a cliff yes. whereas Barbara didn't because she must true. have snagged a branch or something and she went she down she did yes and then you know strained her arm uh-huh. doing it good yes. stunt fall though by Jacqueline Hill yeah actually and her uh, scream was yeah. really good too that mm-hmm. was pretty awesome uh, the, the the landing spot like when the camera comes to her after right. she has landed was uh, that was kind of laughable she's lying there with a, a branch, <laughs> a branch on, on top her of her in some, <laughs> in some sand yeah mm-hmm. uh, I remember it's funny what one remembers about things and uh, one of the things that I always remember is the you know when the doctor sort of knocks down the door mm-hmm. and everything with that with makeshift battering ram and stuff mm-hmm. and he throws it on the bed when he's yep. done with it. And that, woof, 
has some weight to it. Mm-hmm. Like that's an actual heavy metal prop. Mm-hmm. And you know, in the age of polystyrene rocks and uh-huh. uh, all these other empty things, it was it was kind of gratifying to see an actual heavy mm-hmm. thing being used to portray an actual heavy thing. Yep. Some realism there that made me laugh. Yeah, and it was nice that it was still there uh, in the next scene. Yep. That was, that was, I was, for some reason, I've gotten to the point where I almost expect continuity errors. Um, Not in these days. But no, I guess they couldn't when it's have. all shot as pretty much one. One thing. Yeah. Yep. So that was, that was cool. Oh, yeah, and mm-hmm. the, you know, secret, secret door to get out. Yeah, like, that was cool, too. Yeah, secret doors are awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this was, this was a really good story. That makes me happy. I, I enjoyed it. And, you know, I, I so far, I like Vicky. Yep. I, I don't think Vicky should have apologized to Barbara, though. Barbara should have apologized should, yeah, to Yeah, she should have Vicky, been the first one, yeah. Like, a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what Vicky was apologizing for. She got upset because her pet died and she was mad about that. I don't think that's something that she should have, you know. No. Like, hmm. The, the group dynamics are maybe getting off to the wrong foot here. Although, uh, uh, for per- me, perhaps that's how children. Uh, I guess children are not supposed to speak up to adults. You see, to their elders. Yeah, they're much elders considering they're five hundred years old. They are very old. <laughs> um, I liked um, I liked Christopher Barry's direction in this because mm-hmm. I, I oh for some reason I never noticed before and now I want to go back is that when they were making the show at Lime Grove Studios, they were using really old cameras that didn't have zoom lenses. Mm-hmm. They had turrets where they had to like actually right. f-chunk, f-chunk, and like kind of like a, a microscope mm-hmm. to put different lenses on. And there were a couple big giant zooms in this episode. I was like, ooh, of the zoom. Mm-hmm. And I figured that they must be at Riverside Studios, obviously, because Riverside Studios has... Zooming cameras? N- zooming, new cameras that zoom and mm. stuff like that. Did you know, um, I don't know the numbers uh, for real, for like off the top of my head, but because it's only two episodes long, mm-hmm. and because this uh, piggybacked off the end of the Dalek ma- uh, Invasion of Earth, which mm-hmm. was one of the most successful stories of all time, I think this is, per episode, the highest rated Doctor Who story of all time. Wow. This got like I think over 13 million per episode. Holy cow. This is when Doctor Who because when Dalek Maniac happened mm-hmm. uh, around Christmas in 64, this is now we're now in 65. It was huge. Doctor Who was a big thing. And hmm. so it sort of carried over and so the the weeks that sort of followed the that Doctor uh the Dalek Invasion of Earth is when Doctor Who was really really taken off ratings wise. Wow. For this. That's that's more than it gets now. I know. That's crazy. That is pretty crazy. Yep. Of course, a lot fewer choices at the time. A lot fewer choices, a lot fewer people. Yeah. What do you think about that's it, That's true. That's you know? true. So. I found the music uh, interesting, if you can even call it that. Okay. Uh, there, there was some... Well, okay, go on, yeah. I, I noticed it specifically in two different parts. Earlier on, it was very sort of like... Just high pitched ambient noise, almost. I don't know what that was. That was. But it was yeah. just. It was kind of weird, but I guess it was spacey and gave you a sense of otherworldliness. And then later, I noticed that it was when the doctor was standing there waiting for Coquillion to mm-hmm. come in, and he knew it was Bennett. It was just this. It was also kind of more ambient sound, yep. but it felt very cinematic and epic. Like it. That made it. <laughs> feel otherworldly in a almost fantastical sort of way uh, maybe a little too much for a simple Doctor Who story like this but I, I still kind of liked it I don't remember, um, I know what you mean the sort of high pitched wine kind of thing and, we, mm-hmm. and you wondered 
was that supposed to be music or was it the monster or something? I thought maybe it was supposed to be a sound effect of something, but then it continued from like one scene to the next. So I was like, okay, mm. well, I guess it's just the music or something. I don't know what that was. And there was another track that was slowed down. I, re- I remember hearing and thinking, oh, that's interesting. They slowed that down. But the music mm-hmm. was music that was already made for the Daleks. You had oh. already heard that music before. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess I don't really remember music. Yeah. Like, any of the music that sounded like music did not register with me because I was paying attention to whatever else was happening at uh-huh. the time. The only stuff I noticed was, were those weird ambient sorts of things. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll say this about the music. Um, I'm not going to say which story or stories, I think, it appears, but you will hear that music again. The, the actual music or the weird sounds? Uh, the actual music. Like okay. this, the, the music, especially that was in... Um, uh, like that, like that bit when Coquillian appears, or is that sort of that sting? Mm, and guess. the music when uh, when the doctor says, "You know, come in, come in. I've been waiting for you." That well, that, that wasn't that. I that didn't feel musical. That felt that was music. Was it? Well, it, yeah. it felt very sort of yeah. ambient. There. That was the second part that I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. You'll hmm. hear that again. Oh well, that's that's neat. I guess. Yeah. So. Hmm. I hope you. I won't tell you what story it is. Okay. But I hope you uh, pick it up when you. Uh, when you hear yeah, that's not going to happen. I almost never even no- notice anything about the music, so the chances of me noticing that again are pretty slim. So you'll have to just point it out on the podcast afterwards. One of the goals of Lazy Doctor Who is for me to get you to notice incidental music. Oh boy. And when it works and when it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess sometimes I notice, but. Yeah. But almost never when it's something I'm watching for the first time, mm-hmm. because I need to pay attention to the things that my brain finds important, which is the dialogue, the acting, and the characters, and, and the plot, and what's actually going on. All those things. Yeah, yeah. those are kind of important to my brain. I suppose then I've seen the episode a few times, mm-hmm. then I, I can take the time to focus on the, yes. the minutia, so to speak. Yeah, I don't notice the music until I've seen something a few times. Mm. That's, and that's the same with Doctor Who or movies or other television shows mm-hmm. or anything. I see. Uh, next one is The Slave Traders. Yeah, I have no idea what story is next, so don't tell me. Okay, I won't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I might run into it between between now and whenever we watch the next one. I'll, but I'll probably ask you to get the DVD. Yeah, and then I'll point. have to know. <laughs> yeah, but it is kind of fun that these are uh, you know all individually titled episodes. Mm-hmm. So so I just see you know next time the slave traders. I have no idea what that means. Well, tune in and but the find TARDIS out. is apparently tippy. Yeah, so it fell down. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's exciting. Literal cliffhanger. <laughs> Cliff Faller. <laughs> ah, Jinx. I guess on that note, we should probably. We should uh, probably. This is the, that was the height of this podcast, right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't top it. Nope. Okay. All right. Good night. Bye. Bye.